Hey, listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys are living globally, but recording virtually. I'm Corey Cavan. I am uh, Kevin uh, and James Dude. <laughs> My name is John Sieber. Um, how's it going, everyone? It's uh, it's it's 840 in New York. It's 840 East Coast time. Morning. Morning pod. Morning hey, pod. How about you? It's 2.41 yeah, here. I just got up. I was <laughs> fucking slamming croissants last night. I was doing a uh, bunch of blow off of a baguette. <laughs> powdered um, sugar? Was it powdered sugar, sugar or cocaine? I am, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm broadcasting live from Paris. Kevin in Paris. Wow. Um, dang. Dang. Yeah. Where's the Eiffel Tower? You, can um, you see it? Are you there? I can you see I'm the, not can you see the Eiffel Tower? I've never been to Paris. Is the Eiffel Tower always visible? Um, no, it's not. It's but uh, I'm on the exact opposite side right now. I'm I'm close mm. to Notre Dame. Okay, I'm in La Marais. La Marais, which is French for the, the Marais. The, French for the, the Murray. The Murray. The Murray. What is okay. the Marais, Corey? Um, I, I don't know what it means. It's, it's, oh, I mean, it's, I, I know it's a neighborhood. I, I remember like when you and I were there, I'll look, I'll look up and see what La Marais means. Um, I mean, when you and I were there, it's like, it's, we always compared it almost to kind of like Soho in New York, sort of, cause okay. there's like a lot of good shopping there and stuff. Fancy shops. But also it's like a very chill neighborhood with just like nice stuff. It like, I feel like if New York vibes, I mean, Kevin, you tell me cause you're living there right now, but it, it seems like it's almost kind of like. West Village meets Soho, yeah, ish, yeah. sort of. Yeah, it means it's definitely it means very cool. it means the Marsh. Whoa. Okay, it's a historic district in Paris, having once been an aristocratic district. It is home to many buildings of historic and architectural importance. Uh, that that picture that we put up on the Instagram that said French in the city. That uh-huh. picture of me that's in the Marais. Okay, ah. La Marais. Yeah. Well, listen, I know we didn't I know we didn't love it the first time, but we, there's a new season of Emily in Paris coming out uh-huh. in in like later December. So we should it's at least about do you. It. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah, your story. We'll do, no, we'll do the corrected version. We'll like we can do a few episodes where where we watch that and then we make fun of that. But then I talk about like the, how the real 
how the other half lives. <laughs> <laughs> how the, how the, yeah. It's, it's kind of like, like in, it's like in Birdman or, uh, or like in that episode of, uh, in that episode of, um, master of none where like they start on the main characters, but then they always just, they, it's like a different character and they mm-hmm. peel off to a side character. Yeah. The Emily in Paris thing starts with her and there's just a dude back there, like looking around and then it goes in on you and then it just follows you around. Yeah. And the main difference is, is that she has the, she has the most intense eyebrows of all time. And then they just pan over to somebody with translucent eyebrows that you can't even see. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the only tie together. Um, but yeah, um, we should do some. Uh, oh, I'm I'm in a I'm in a hostel right now, but I do get my own apartment in a few days. Oh, it sounds like a fancy hostel. <laughs> John, why do you say that? Oh, Kevin was telling us about it prior to the call, prior to us recording, uh-huh. and every time he mentioned hostel, I'm talking like. 12, 13 times, he had to preface it be by saying it's, it's, it's more of a fancy hostel. It's, it's a, it's yeah. a fancier version of a hostel. That's, that is for me more than anyone. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it sounded like even when we pointed it out before the call, it's kind of a, like, you realize what you're doing. You preface your next sentence by saying it is, it is uh fancy, but it was, it was very much a thing to be like telling yourself, like, this is good. This is good. Yes. This is this is what it is. Right this decision. is this is a good thing. It's great. This I is good. A, I did stand up last night and I had a joke where I said, when you travel with friends, you say, This is like a great dinner. We're having fun. And when you travel alone, it's the exact same. But your tone changes. You're like, This is a great dinner. We're having fun. I'm having fun right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you remember like years ago when I I went upstate to um finish writing this pilot that I was writing? One hundred percent. And I had, I had time off from work. Um, I had great friends. I was like very well connected with my friend group. And I was like, no, I'm going to finish this thing. And I drove up in the winter to Hudson, New York and, uh, and rented an Airbnb by myself. And it was just like every day I'm going to go out and I'm going to write and I'm gonna finish this thing. And two hours into being in Hudson, I just called Kevin and was like, Hey man, how are you? Yeah. And just like panic called. Cause I was immediately like, what did I do? Why am I what? here by myself for four days? Yeah, it was, it was, I just was, I, I like went to a bar and talked to the bartender and they were really nice, but they were like, where are you from? And I was like, I'm from Brooklyn. They're like, cool. You just chilling for the weekend with friends. I was like, no, I just came by myself to stay. And they were like, what yeah. are you doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's, it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to stay confident when just, you've, when just, you've made the choice to isolate yourself. Yeah, just that, but three months <laughs> in a foreign country sure. where you don't speak the in language. A hostel where what, there's a what, um, what week are you on, and how much how much longer do you have? And like, give us a give us a general update. How are things going? Have you had some Sex in the City moment? You have had a a pseudo Sex in the City moment where Carrie gets recognized for her book. I'd love to for you to talk about that. Okay, yeah. so, but, stra- you know, how's so it going? straight up. First of all, it's it's great. Every day's been uh, every day has had a gift. And a challenge, um, but it's it it overall has been really great. I've been doing a bunch of stand up, which has been a surprise that I haven't been expecting because um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of English speaking shows over here. Mm-hmm. Walking around is magical. Um, some great meals, some really great food, um, and it's been uh, really nice. And then I was at a bar with this one this like there's one guy I met like when I was here in June. 
and uh, he's a British guy. He texted me if we want to watch World Cup. And we went to a bar after. And this girl from across the bar, like her eyes like light up. And she looks at me and I was like, she has on these big glasses. So I thought, I, I didn't know what was happening. I thought maybe I was rude to her, like by staring or something. Because her eyes were like, and then she shook her head like, like what? And I was like, I, I don't know. And then I pointed to her glasses. I was like, I like your glasses. I don't know. And then she came over and she was like, we met at a party in Williamsburg like nine years ago and you do a sex in the city podcast. And I was like, what? what? That's so weird. And she was like, uh, she's like, I was looking up sex in the city podcast when the new series came out and your name popped up and I saw your face and I was like, I met that guy at a party years ago. And she said was that it, was, was like it the party that we became friends at in Williamsburg. Those, uh, those socials. That would have been awesome. I don't think it was, but that would have been awesome. Dang. Um, and then, yeah. And then basically, uh, she said that, that I don't even know if she listened. She just saw it. Mm -hmm. And then like a year later, we were just at a bar in Paris. She was here for four days. Wow. And she said that was like one of the first bars. She just wandered in with her friend and then saw me. Isn't that crazy? That's so wild. That's it insane. Was really crazy. That's so, um, should we shout? Should we shout her out on the podcast? Shout out! Shout out to Joanna! Shout hey, out Joanna. to Joanna! And then we went. Me and her went to the. We went to a museum the next day, um, and it was really, it was really lovely. We went to a museum and then um, had some uh, prosecco back at her uh, Airbnb with her and her sister. And it was wow. like a, it was one of those things that it was like, you know, it means a lot, especially when you're just like any sort of connection you're like okay that, thank you this is great so it was, it was really nice that's great and it's that means just the pot's getting out worldwide people know about it dude worldwide. for real let's, let's great. go yeah do you remember in my not to not to try to steal the thunder from yours but do you remember the one interaction that i had with people that i knew when i was in hudson i ended up going to mm -hmm. i went to a ta i went to a dinner and there was a common table at this really nice restaurant and I sat at the common table and I looked up and I was sitting across from Justin Vernon from Bonnie Vare. And I was texting you because we were about to do our big comedy show in New York at the Bowery Ballroom. And we were like, maybe we can get Justin Vernon to do a song on it. And I met these other two girls that I thought were with him, but they weren't. And they were high out of their minds and they owned a restaurant in Brooklyn. And we started talking and then I went to a bar with them. And I left my bag with them and went to talk to someone else. And I came back and my bag was gone. And they were like, oh, that girl that was with us took it. Do you know her? <laughs> and I went outside and the girl that was with them was like a townie from there who was out of her mind. And she stole my bag and I had my work laptop in it. And she just threw it on the ground outside. And the bartender was like, oh, I kicked that girl out because she was being obnoxious. She just got angry and out of spite, grabbed a bunch of bags and stole them. <laughs> and then and then I found those two girls outside just walking ahead on the sidewalk. And they like didn't remember me because they were so high. And then I came oh, home. Oh, my God. Fuck Hudson, New York. Dude, Hudson, New York. You can you can get it. Well. Listen, we, uh, we're going to have some, we got more episodes on the Patreon that are coming out. Mm. As you all know, that listen to the podcast, yeah. it's a lot of work. We put a lot of work into this for years <laughs> Yeah, and with the Patreon, we've doubled that. And yeah. so we need, we got, and just like that coming up, we're going full force with that. But if you want to listen to more episodes, they're going to be on our Patreon. Yeah. Um, 
So sign up for that, support us. It honestly uh, means a lot. We're able to upgrade our worldwide uh, equipment so that we can pod from international waters. Mm-hmm. Um, and we use that with Patreon money. So if you like the podcast, go sign up for the Patreon, listen to new episodes there. There aren't going to be that many new ones here. You guys, it's the difference between a hostel and a fancy hostel is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right now you're in a hostel, but just imagine if you could go to a place with cool drinks. You're still sleeping in a room with 14 people you don't know, but mm-hmm. there's cool drinks there and, yeah. and a lot of plants. And that's that's because of you guys. And Kevin yeah. thanks you from the bottom. When he's drinking his his nice red wine with his 14 uh, roommates, that's that's because of you. Yeah. you know what? Listen, here's the truth. We ha- We got fancy mics that uh basically turn off exterior noise uh-huh. they're playing rick astley in the lobby right now and you can't mm-hmm. hear it on the podcast uh-huh. that's from patreon money from yeah, fancy when, when noise you're not canceling. using your mics you have to you know wrap your arms around them like you're in a prison cafeteria yeah. but still it's fine <laughs> exactly <laughs> um but if you've ever considered it go sign up for the patreon there's going to mm-hmm. be more stuff there we're not abandoning you we just uh we need uh we need to support the those that support us and then we'll be back with them just like that. So yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Corey's editing our do- a documentary, a Baracho boys documentary. It's like there's cocaine in it. There's, yeah. there's our ups, there's the, our downs. It's like our yeah, whole career. It, it, it all takes like place. A rock yeah. It all takes place over the course of one zoom episode where we're all remote and it starts out. We're like on top of the world. And then in the middle, it's like, however, and then John has a drug problem. It's yeah. black um, and white. Yeah. A lot of stuff happens. I get into a lot of bad real estate deals. And then we, the we, end, hire, the boys. we hire actors to play as during the dramatic scenes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it all takes place yeah. in one hour when yeah. you have real time. Yeah. No, but but the, the, tell them about the documentary. Oh, no, the documentary is, uh, so we went recently, we went with on location tours, uh, Mm -hmm. on the sex in the city, on the sex in the city tour. And, um, uh, we basically just filmed ourselves the whole time on location, um, was super awesome. And they reached out to us and they did a giveaway on our Instagram and they wanted us to go on the tour. And, uh, we went on the tour, we saw all the sites and we filmed ourselves. It's basically like a bunch of people who don't live in New York who yep. are on a sex in the city tour. And then they're like, why are these three guys that do live in New York on this tour? And they're just filming everything, laughing, especially we went to the pleasure chest and, uh, John, John and I got yelled at by the staff at the pleasure chest. Cause John whipped me with a cat of nine tails I and, did. uh, and we kept, uh, passing I around. Felt pow- I felt very, very powerful. You look moment. like it in the video. You're whipping me. And, uh, and then you would just hear this woman go, Hey guys, quit it. And then, <laughs> and, then off. and we event we were just like, we're sorry. We're sorry. But, uh, but yeah, it's almost done. It's just a little, it's a little mini doc of our day out on the bus tour. Do you know what's funny is it's fun for the people that listen to this, that are fans that, that are genuinely like, you know, we love you and we're friends as well, but you're like fans of the show. Just imagine like, it'd be exciting for you to be on a bus tour with us. This is Mm -hmm. what it's like in reality. They're like, and everyone, the Bradshaw boys are with us and people are like, uh, what do you guys do? What? Who is it? <laughs> oh yeah, a bunch of people from Croatia and Australia. We're yeah. like, okay, and we're like, listen to the podcast, and the, and we like had business cards, and we're like, does anyone want a business card? And there's just like one person who slowly raises their hand in the back. We're like, all right, we'll see you later. <laughs> there's a there's a great there's a great moment when I was looking through the footage of uh, of her introducing us, and then 
Kevin, I'm filming and you're like, yeah, we we're, we're guys and we watch sex in the city and we have a podcast and everyone starts laughing, but laughing in a way where they're like, is this a, is this like a bit? Is there, are these guys, are there actors on the bus as it happens? Yeah. And they do these like bits about the show. Like, is this a subplot in sex in the city? Yeah. No one really believed us. Um, we're, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're Miranda like dates. Miranda dates a guy and finds out he has a podcast and then she, she does, she's like, what should I do? Like he, he, he can't, he can't make me orgasm and he has a podcast. Yeah. That's realistically, that's how they should have turned, like toned down Steve's character. And, and just like that, he shouldn't have become like boring, stagnant and less attractive because he got older and had hearing aids. He should have like started a sports podcast with his friends. Yes. I, wouldn't it be, wouldn't just, it be awesome if Steve's new arc is just that he's sponsored by DraftKings? Yeah. And, and he, just talks, he just talks about, yeah, sports betting all the time. Hey, this is Steve with Blue Chew. Do you have erectile dysfunction? Just for $9.99, you can get a dick pill sent to your home. It's crazy. Yes, hey, I know weed is legal, but for the places that it's not legal, dietsmoke.com. <laughs> Diet smoke, it's Delta 8, THC. It gets you really high. It's amazing. That would be incredible if Steve became a podcast. When I travel anywhere, I I bring my Ridge wallet. Uh, (laughs) Aiden gave me my Ridge wallet. It was started by a father and son. It's great quality. (laughs) I would love it if that happened. And then the culmination of the the season is that Steve and Che Diaz do a podcast together. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, we didn't want to... It's weird. It's weird. But in this day and age, we could come together and have conversations. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jay Diaz, who ruined my marriage. Yeah. Yeah. It's just state of the union. But yeah, we're going to, we, we, speaking of our podcast, we have, um, well, Kevin and Katie have a couple of pink ladies episodes that are coming mm-hmm. out and that have already come out. We've done a bunch more movies. We're doing that bus. We're doing the full bus tour video will be out. Some of it will be out uh, on our Instagram, but the full video will be out there. And then um, we'll we'll check in. We'll check in here on the old main feed uh, yeah. occasionally with stuff. And we're going to have uh, there will be teasers on the main feed on this main feed right here of the Patreon episodes going up. So you can hear what it is. But we every single week there will be a new movie. um a new movie, a new thing on the Patreon every single week. And that will keep happening. And, and, and like you said, we're gearing up for, and just like that season two, when that comes out, we're going to be full force. And just like that on this feed. Yeah. Guys, this is not a breakup. And and if it's not a breakup, if it was, it would be, it's, it's not you, it's us. Um, yeah, that's true. You know, break up, but this is, we just need a little bit of recharge. Kevin needs to go do, uh, hang out in his hostel and do some stand up in Paris and we just need a little bit of recharge so we can really bring you all the energy, all the fun for, and just like that. We're just, we're just so into you. We (laughs) want to bring our best. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, we, we do have some freaking updates because, uh, what's, what's going down They're in full force shooting right now. They're shooting. And just like that, all over New York. Um, I don't know if y'all saw this. They they um, are shooting in um, uh, Prospect Park, Brooklyn. Damn, um, right by us. I know. Yeah, uh, I wanted to run out there when uh, when a friend texted us that it was occurring. 
I wanted to get out there and check it out, but yeah, they're shooting at the boat. They were shooting at like the boathouse area in Prospect Park, which is funny because it looks so, or it's it's that little pond. Um, mm-hmm. It looks so much like the boathouse in um, in Sex and the City. But um, oh, which by the way, did you hear that the boathouse closed? Yeah, the low yeah. boathouse closed. That's where Carrie and that's where Carrie falls, right? Carrie yeah. big fall into yeah. water. That's closed. I know it closed literally the day before we went on that bus tour. It closed That's so messed up. Why, um, how could that happen? I mean, it's it's very weird because I went by there recently and took a couple videos of it. Um, and uh, it, it was basically that the the boats are still for rent. If you come to New York, you can rent a boat and go around there, but you can't eat at the boathouse um, and fall into the water like uh, like carrying big but yeah the, the restaurants like it, it's weird everything's there it's just like shuttered but you can just still rent boats from these guys and there's if just you, if you try to fall in the water it'll bounce you back like moana <laughs> <laughs> it'll just spit you right back out you guys know i still haven't seen moana should we do a moana on the on the patreon does that count yeah. as a rom com it's a musical oh you and katie can do it you can do it with your trash podcast called the pink ladies yeah. uh, <laughs> do you guys want to very good very you want to hear this? What? Uh, this is from an HBO exec. Uh, and just like that, season two will be more like classic sex in the city. Wow. Mm-hmm. That uh, starts what, what with it, Rich Stein. <laughs> Rich on, Stein is back. Rich, Rich Stein and what uh, you're seeing this season is all these characters embracing life. It's a very joyful season. And I think in some ways it feels like more like the iconic sex in the city episodes. Wow. Um, it, uh, I feel like some of that is, is a little bit of a reaction to people that want more classic sex in the city and, and maybe less of the table sitting even just like that table it's setting just, even just like that. They're bringing the, she's going to talk to the camera again. She's Dude. just like, anytime, anytime Chase on screen, she just looks and she's like, I know you, <laughs> I know you hate them, but most of um, all, listen, most of all for Carrie in particular, in the way her character has always been up for the next next adventure or next love, the oh, next no friendship way. in the city. And you will really feel it this season. We're so I mean, they're bringing, that's like them saying they're bringing Aiden back, right? I mean, yeah, like, probably. They're probably going to bring Aiden back and then she's probably going to have a couple wild nights out and stuff. Yeah. Dude, she's going to get, well, they, they need to have some real, they need to have some lady sex in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mean like, like carry out on the town having some like some some things that were from the original series just like yeah, some gals some having blanche, fun they need some blanche moments you know blanche from golden girls she was always getting laid you're talking about blanche Devereux, the original yeah. samantha jones yeah yeah totally need- oh i was talking i who was i talking to was it on oh it was uh matt bronger who did an episode of our podcast uh matt bronger mm-hmm. was saying <laughs> In, in in Golden Girls, he was talking. He we were talking about Samantha, and he was saying one of the things in Golden Girls that they would wake Blanche up with. Like there was a time where they were Blanche was asleep on the couch, and one of the Golden Girls walks over to her, and she's like, "Come on, we got to go to bed." And she won't get up, and then she just leans up to her and just goes, "Blanche, my husband's here." And then Blanche gets up and goes, "Okay, I'm leaving," and walks away. And he's like, "That's how they would get her to leave," is because it would just be like, "Blanche, my husband's here. You got to go." And then she would get up and leave. That's, That's really so funny. funny. Yeah, they need some. They definitely need to bring that spiciness back of that because mm-hmm. there we did not have. I mean, everyone talked about 
granted the women are in what they're like late they're in their like their 50s or something but everyone was like we're just watching people hang out at home and it's incredibly domestic. It's domestic in the city. That's not what we signed up for. Ooh, did That's you make that up? That's not what we signed up for. I did just make that up. You can tell I just made it up because it has zero ring to it. <laughs> oh, I thought it, I thought it was good. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, but oh, yeah. But I'm bad at puns, so don't take my word for it. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm so good at puns, and it's horrible. Because uh, anytime we, you, you and I were talking, you and I were texting recently and you were like, I knew I shouldn't have gotten into a pun off with you. Yeah. And, uh, but the worst thing is every actual comedy show I've worked at, I've just had to hear like writers that wrote for the Harvard Lampoon talk about how terrible puns are and how they're only for <laughs> stupid people. And I was like, cool. So you want me to go produce this bit now? Awesome. Uh, all right. All right. Sounds good. How's Conan doing? Did you see him at the reunion? Um, uh, other other documentary. Did you guys know this? Um, this has nothing to do with it just like that, but it has everything to do with Sarah Jessica Parker. Did you know that she is narrating a documentary that is done by Congress? Uh, wow. No, I did what? not. What is this? I, it, it, it's is a, Congress like a cool band that I'm not aware of? Or that's is what that... I thought. And then I, I clicked on the Washington Times article and it said a House committee is premiering a new a new uh, documentary film about economic struggles and the modern quest for the American dream. Huh. It's Congress's first foray into filmmaking. Uh, it says the 30 minute film Grit and Grace debuts on December 13th and it's uh, SJP is narrating the whole thing. It says actress Sarah Jessica Parker, who grew up in a low-income household in Ohio, narrates the film. Yeah, dude, I um, can't wait for Congress to realize that that's not their medium and switch to "What's up, YouTube? It's Congress here." <laughs> <laughs> What's up, YouTube? Uh, apparently, long-form documentary is not what you're looking at. But guess what? We started a podcast. Hey guys, we have. Hey guys, thanks for thanks for tuning in. Um, hey, we're here with Mr. Beast today. He's gonna rebuild the national the the Washington Monument. Okay, he's got a bunch of friends. Whoever builds it first is gonna give him eighty thousand dollars with peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> Last one to take their hands off the Washington Monument wins a lifetime supply of Skittles. <laughs> okay, we'll today be. Mr. Beast is gonna bury Biden alive. All right, we'll here we go. Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Or Mitch McConnell. Dude. Um, That's really funny. She's narrated a bunch of documentaries though. She narrated the. She's got a uh, great doc voice. She does. She she narrated her first narration. Her first narration of Sex in the City. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. But she did the Bill Cunningham documentary. She's the David Attenborough of our, of our, of our continent. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, we, we should, uh, I feel like if we covered that documentary on this show, it would probably be pretty boring. Dude, we should try to get we should try to get someone from Congress on our, on our pod. <laughs> Dude. Um, who who sure. would who would uh who would we get from the from Congress? I think we Wait. should we just try to get like Marjorie Taylor Greene or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. it, wouldn't it be amazing to get Marjorie Taylor Greene on? And every time she tries to veer into some insane QAnon thing, we just always bring it back to Sex in the City. Dude, we we're like, yeah, but what are the, which of the four ladies are you, though? <laughs> All right. So have you ever been broken up with a post-it note? <laughs> so I'm trying to get uh, this to translate um, into English because my uh-huh. Google is using French right now. But SJP has, has done voiceover for Bill Cunningham. 
uh-huh. for, I believe the documentary for that's what she said. <laughs> oh no, it's what she said. Oh, that okay. is really funny, but it's the documentary about Pauline Kale, the film critic. Oh, okay. Um, and I think she may have done, uh, another one too. So she's, she's like big into the documentary voiceover game. Dude, she, it totally makes sense. I mean, her voice is her, even if it's just from doing all of the sex in the city voiceovers, her, her voice is like very iconic and, um, it totally makes sense that she would get into that. I was, when I was looking up stuff, uh, to talk about, like she, just the thing came up of like her valuation. I mean, you know how Google does those things where it's like this person is worth this much and it's probably yeah. not true. But if you think about like her doing that, her doing her Broadway play, her doing and just like that and being a producer, her doing sex in the city, her owning a store like SJP is such a hustler. It's crazy. Yeah. She's a, she's an old school hustler. She's a, yeah. she's like a, uh, I forget what the word is. She's like a, she's a, not behemoth. I forget what it is, but she definitely gets into, it seems like she's interested in stuff and she's just down to do anything she's interested in. Like yeah. I'm yeah. down with shoe design. It, yeah. It'd be cool to have my shoes, but like, um, but then also it's like a good intersection of marketing. Like, of course those are going to sell well, but I don't think she would do it if she wasn't interested in it. Yeah, yeah totally. And she yeah, like, totally. when we, when we had her on to talk about the wine, she's like, I like, I like this wine. I drink this. Yeah. And then I wanted to learn about it and understand from, uh, from the, the grapes, the grape growers. Yeah. Yeah. The um, grapes of, the grapes of rad is yeah. what she does. The rad grapes. Uh, she did release like a couple new bottles of wine too. Oh, like, rose? They did a rosé and then I think they did one other one too. X in vivo. What else, what else do we got in here? Uh, Mario Cantone was on the mass singer. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen that. I've never no, seen that show, but I, it, it looks it looks like I, I bet I would get enjoy it once I watched it, but it makes me so sad whenever I see clips of it. Dude, what is the what is the it's, what is the premise? It's one of those shows that it, it's one of those shows that is based off of like a Japanese game show. Um, okay. And uh, like, have you ever seen the show, you know, Wipeout? Like, I think Wipeout is yeah. kind of based off of it's, you know, how like Japanese game shows are just insanely extreme whether it's people getting hurt or just mm-hmm. people playing games that if you watched it on a japanese tv you'd be like i don't understand what's going on here but everyone is yeah. like yelling and clapping a lot so it's my based favorite on- one that i've seen is there's there's one called um is it chocolate oh yeah you seen, where yeah. they like they have to just randomly bite stuff and yeah. it like it'll be like a door that looks like a door to a house yeah. and then it'll yeah. be chocolate or it's like, like a shoe and you don't know if it's a, a real thing or chocolate yeah, they ended up they ended up making that as an American show called Is It Cake? And it's all reality cakes. And oh, it's really? like and it's like that. There's this like great tweet that I don't know who did this. So if you know who it is, let us know and we can give them credit. But it was this tweet that was like someone, it was like the year is it was something like the year is like 2050. The world has gone into political unrest. Uh everything is now cake. No one can tell what is not cake. And it said, I turned to my wife for consolation. I hug my wife. My wife is cake. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's basically like what that show is, is there's a bunch of judges like The Voice. And then someone comes out and sings and the judges have to ask the person questions to figure out who they are. And then eventually... This is only coming from me seeing like YouTube clips and previews. I've yeah. never watched a full episode, but, uh, and then they finally 
are like, are you this person? Are you a comedian? Are you this? And then they take off their head and it's like, I'm Mario Cantone. I play Anthony on Sex and the City. What did he but, sing? Uh, let me look up. I'm not sure. But the, the costumes they have are insane. They look like Voltron characters. It's bananas. Guys, um, have you seen the fact that, uh, you know who, who returns? Everybody's been talking about Aiden. If, if Aiden returns, the the real importance thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. It's a sandwich guy in Sex in the City. Look at the picture I just sent you. There's a hot dog guy. I was Wait, thinking that uh, there's um there's a picture of of Miranda and oh uh, yeah Carrie walking past Spider Man and Hot Dog Guy, and I was I was remembering Sandwich Guy, not Hot oh, Dog Guy. Oh, that's when they're in Prospect Park. It's, yeah, they must Prospect- be walking around in uh and on Halloween. Oh, it's funny. Uh, okay. It's funny. It's funny because the way I get what you're saying, looking at the picture, but the way you're saying it, if you didn't hear it, is someone's like, what's what is hot dog guy? And it's it's a man. It's like a 50 year old man in a full life size hot dog costume with his face just like coming out of the wiener. How awesome would it be if that was like if they brought back the sandwich guy storyline? Che leaves Miranda and she's like, where's sandwich guy? Yeah, Um, totally. But Um, uh, also look at this. I mean, they never do Miranda any favors when it comes to like her storylines of joy and happiness. Uh-huh. But like, look at her. She looks fucking sad there. That's a press yeah. release photo they put out. Yeah. She Where looks, is she? She's coming. Is she like coming up the subway at, at Times I, Square? I no, think that's it's like the Broadway new, Lafayette. No, it's the new, it's, it's by, I think that's by Hudson Yards. Cause that's the seven train. Seven it's train. In that, yeah, that's and that's, Hudson that, Yards. that's that huge. Like if you've ever been to down that escalator, it feels like you're going like down into a hole in the middle of the ground or like in some space thing. Um, yeah, she has I mean, no makeup on there. She looks for, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I feel like Che and Miranda are going to have some sort of either break or like bad fight. Yeah, I mean, Che Che's gonna go over and just freaking be ethically, unethically non-monogamous. That's what she's gonna Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Can y'all they're see that do. thing I just shared with y'all? Yeah. That's what they're gonna do. I'm sorry, they're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we okay, are look, watching This is Mario Cantone. Can can you hear it? Yeah. Yeah, he's like a big he's like a big thing of corn. Oh singing singing Heaven on Their Minds from Jesus Christ Superstar. Hell yeah. This song's sick. Man, is this, this the shows... one where it's like, Jesus! Yes, there you it go, is. right there. Yeah. Wow. Cantone. I mean, Cantone like, just can dressed like a giant ear of corn. You Ma- can Mario tell... Corn Tone. <laughs> Mario Corn Tone. <laughs> All right, so he sings. Oh, there's Ken Jong. So good. So Wait, good. Fast forward to when he takes it off. So then all the guests, all the judges are like, oh, wait, hang on. Wait, hold on. So he, oh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's Andrew there. Andrew Lloyd Webber was there? Dude, that's incredible. There's Robin Thicke. We Is got a text. Jenny McCarthy. Hey, okay. Corey, right now, text Mario Corntone and just say congratulations <laughs> on the best <laughs> See what he says. Dude, um, 
That would be amazing. The la- uh, that will it will it will bump up the last three texts that say, "Hey, man, we'd love to have you on the podcast." That just come, go unanswered completely. <laughs> um, that's that's ridiculous. That's like it's that's such so a funny that that's such a summer TV show. You know, like summer TV is when they just have all the ridiculous competition shows. But it's just so funny to have a bunch of celebrities around. Like, you know that it, it looks kind of ridiculous on TV, but you know if you were there in the room and you're just seeing a giant ear of corn that you would, it would simultaneously be really fun. And then occasionally you'd be like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. then also when they pull their head off, you're like, oh my God, that's Mario Cantone. Yeah. <laughs> a giant ear of corn. Uh, also, so Cantone's definitely going to be back because he was the highlight of season one. Yeah. Cantone will definitely mm-hmm. be back. He run, He's going to be back running Hot Fellas Bacon Bread Brad. Company. Yeah. Also, oh, dude, you know I made who, I made that bread. Oh yeah, yeah. I made I made a thing of sourdough challah. I'll put it on the Instagram. I like did oh, a nice. tutorial for it. Yeah. Um. Also, Bergen's back. Bergen's back. Candace Bergen back again. Yeah. And you know what? That means there's probably not going to happen, but that means that there is a chance that Wallace Shawn is back. Because wasn't dude. she on a date? Wasn't she on a date with? Uh, Either on a date or they were friends, but he was the Bon Appetit food critic when uh, Lexi Featherston fell out the window. Dude, we could got you it. imagine? We got to lobby to get Sean back. We got to get Wally Sean back. Dude, I... I would love to see a tennis montage with him. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would love that. I would... I would. Yeah. I still want the ghost of Lexi Featherston to show up somehow. Ooh. That'd um, be incredible. Yeah, but it seems... so. Candace Bergen was the publisher at Vogue. What was, what was her? I think she was the publisher at Vogue. Yeah. Because she was okay. hiring Carrie, right? Yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, yeah, it'll just be interesting to see what, um, yeah, it's kind of fun to know, like, we know Aiden's back and everything, but these like kind of smaller side characters to know, like, mm-hmm. okay, Carrie wrote that book. Does she, does she read? What if she re? I have a prediction. What? Oh, it wouldn't be in vogue though. Never mind. I was just thinking, what if like, what if like they're like, listen, print is back. Will you revive your column for Vogue, Sex in the City, back in Vogue? Ooh. And she just starts her column again. Yeah. And they go back to like, you're you're this, you're this, you're this. It's time to go back. Boom, Sex in the City column back. I mean, that would be that would be amazing. That'd be It'd great. be amazing. It'd also be if it doesn't happen, I'll be like so disappointed in the writers i'm like how this is right in front of you (laughs) like it's so obvious don't have her start a podcast look how pathetic this this life is look at us do you think there's gonna be other like (laughs) uh, any of her other flings like do you think there's a possibility like burger comes back like at least she like crossed paths with him no he was he was too like despite they i feel like they're tapped into knowing how people felt about burger like they wouldn't yeah but it would be great to see him like It'd be great if she like revisited him or crossed paths with him and he was doing miserable. Yeah, know. that's true. That would, that would feel good. You know, one yeah. thing, one thing wanna, we haven't talked about, but God, okay, the, the burger want a Pulitzer. <laughs> That'd be yeah. amazing. You know, one thing we haven't talked about is, you know, who is going to be on the second season? Tony Danza's playing Che's dad. Oh yeah. That's not oh a joke. Gosh. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I like how whenever you, whenever people talk about roles that Tony Danz is in, you have to you have to you know preface it by saying it's not a joke. <laughs> yeah, totally. Tony Danz is Tony a Danz jazz is singer in the new too. Star Wars. It's not a joke. It's, it's not, not a, a joke. joke. <laughs> he, he's the, he's he's playing the president of Naboo. 
It's not a joke. <laughs> Tony Danza was on The Masked Singer. It's yeah. not a. It's not, not, a, joke. not a joke. Tony Danza yeah. has a really good voice. You know, he has a career as like a jazz singer. Um, <laughs> Wait, is that a joke? It is not a joke. You it's not right. a joke. Um, no, he has like Tony. He's Danza. a very hard person to talk about, and 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 in, in all seriousness, yeah. Good looking guy um, though. Kind of like is that because when we were kids, they like they there was like the Danza, like there was like rumors of him being in porn, or was he in porn? No, uh, so Stallone. So Stallone. Stallone was in a porn called The Italian Stallion, and he um, doesn't know, own any of the rights to Rocky. Is that true? Yeah, he did an interview about it, and he said it's like he can't. He gets. Oh, you're you're fine. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, what, what was that? They're cleaning the. They're what, cleaning what, the. What's hostel. going on? They're cleaning the hostel. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a nice hostel. That's it a, is a nice sounds hostel. Like that's, that's how they keep it fancy. They got to yeah. keep it clean. Oh my gosh. Uh, the, the fancy type hostel is when they're cleaning up and they look at you and they say, uh-huh. we're very sorry. Are, is this okay? But in French. And uh, I said, yeah. of course it's okay. We got the fancy mics because of our patrons. You, you just gave them, a big, you gave them the biggest Kevin Doyle smile I've ever seen and a thumbs up. Hey. This is a this is universal for hey you keep on vacuuming this fancy hostel. That's just what Trump, that's there. what Donald Trump did all the time. Like keep on vacuuming. Yeah, yeah. Double thumbs up. Double thumbs. We got the um, best vacuumers. They're oh the greatest gosh. vacuumers. My vacuumers. Um, well, the, so like Aiden's going to be back for it says a multi a a multi episode huge arc. Remember though the last thing that happened in season one is that Carrie was making out with her producer. Yeah, like, I think mm-hmm. yeah, but but she's not going to be together with Aiden. I mean, she already I, made out with him in the he. I mean, maybe, but uh, like, I I bet they connect as friends. That's what I think. And that's they so talk about boring though. That is boring. There's got to be some sort of tension. That's like so boring. That's that is not sex in the city. That's hang, domestically hanging out with your domestically older hanging friends out in the city. In the city, <laughs> domestic in the city. Yeah, do you realize how much she domestically hung out with her old sex partners? That was what the entire show was. It was just her being with Aiden, hanging out with Big, and then her being with Big and hanging out with, I don't know, I'm, my premise is wrong. I, I, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's just her hanging out with Big. That's the only yeah. one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think of other ones, and I'm like, yeah, I can't. Um, uh, no, the, I guess the other thing is like no real news on anything about uh, Kristen Davis for Sex and the City. I think for mm-hmm. them, it's just like Harry and Charlotte continue to have an active sex life in their 50s um, yep. while they parent their children. I think that's all that's going to happen with them. Love um, it. Yeah. Also, well, you saw that one picture of her. She looks like uh, the the witch or the, the queen from um, from Alice in Wonderland. That one outfit. She oh, has yeah, like yeah, on yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, got that big if, like black lace outfit. Yeah. I wonder if that's she reminded me of the queen from the animated version of Alice in Wonderland. Mm. Only, oh, a pre- yeah. only a prettier version, Kristen. Yes. Very much so. Um, but yeah, I think she will uh uh Yeah, I think she will be on the show. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> um but yeah. Uh, we're we're well, really looking forward to it. We we can't wait yeah. for and just like that, we can't wait to come back into the scene full of uh, zeal and zest and uh, energy. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is gonna be it's gonna be a, a good 
good little ramp up period. Um, and as we said earlier in the episode, if you all are not subscribed to the Patreon, we're going to be putting out a bunch of new stuff there. Pink Lady podcast with Kevin yep. and Katie, yep. a bunch of other movies, our Sex and City tour. And, uh, you know, support us. Keep supporting us gonna so be, Kevin uh, can stay in a vacuum tassel. <laughs> there's also going to be, uh, we're going to do uh, bonus episodes once and just like that comes out. So a lot of you are going to sign up then anyway. So just uh, hang with us before. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. before and just like that comes out, I think that we should do like an and just like that state of the union where because yeah. by that time where we get a congressperson, we get a mm-hmm. congressperson from SGP's documentary. And now we we need we need to know exactly where Aiden and and Carrie stand. And Did, I will del- will deliver on that promise. What neighborhood is Chey Diaz living in in Los Angeles? Is it Los Feliz? Is it Echo Park? Has she must, has Che has they gone to the west side? Are they in Santa Monica? It must be revealed. We must know these facts. <laughs> and we uh, need that, more we need more funding for the the hot boy bread company. That, that's that's the voice of Marjorie Taylor Green right there, by the yes. way. Yeah, yeah. That's our Marjorie that's Taylor Green like. impression. Yeah. QAnon is a real thing. <laughs> QAnon is that is where Aiden has been. Aiden what where we go one, we go Aiden. QAnon. Yes. Yeah, Dude, exactly. That would be so sick if Aiden. I would love it. Q-Anon. I'd love it if Aiden was in QAnon. I could oh, see dude. Aiden actually. He seems like someone who could actually get wrapped up in a conspiracy thing like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like his yeah. new wife, it probably got him into it. I could see Aiden kind of marrying someone who's a little off their rocker and gets him into something like that. I mean, you saw the picture of real real life uh, John Corbett with Ghislaine Maxwell. Wait, is that true? <laughs> yeah, I posted on the Instagram. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. So I didn't, know we, I didn't know we had an Instagram. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Um, well, thank uh, you all. It was great checking in with you. Um, we will, uh, we will be back. Um, we got to choose one, but we'll do uh, some French movies while I'm over here too. Ooh, love that. And, um, we'll see you on the Patreon. We'll see you on the Patreon. Uh, we will, uh, we, like we said, we'll be posting a couple of, uh, Patreon clips on here as well, but, yeah. uh, hit us up. We'll see you on the Patreon. We will dip back in here and we love you taters and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you on the Patreon. See you soon. Later. Later taters. Later taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at The Bradshaw Boys or on their website at bradshawboys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.